0: Hey, good afternoon. This is Mike Marshev, and welcome to yet another edition of Mike Up Marshev. Perhaps, and I'm hoping maybe a few of you, some of you, one of you noticed that uh, there was no podcast last week. I hope some of you noticed that and uh, uh, I, I missed my, my weekly banter, but perhaps you didn't. But and in any event, uh, we're going to have to move on. I'll try to catch up in the weeks to come with that missing episode. But the reason I, I missed it was because, as many of you might know, I was uh, preparing to uh, race in a, uh, the Gulf Coast uh, 70.3 Ironman up in Panama City Beach, Florida. So my mind was totally uh, focused on that particular race and before I know it, Thursday had come and gone and I missed the episode. So I'll try to make it up in the future, uh, in the next couple of months. <clears throat> that being said, I would like to spend a few moments today uh, reviewing some of the things that I learned during that Ironman race last week in Panama City. Uh, Cutting right to the chase, let me say this, that I've been training, uh, we were in training for a Memphis back in October. The race was supposed to be in Memphis back in October. It was canceled due to COVID, and rather than wait a full year for the Memphis race next October in 2022, we decided to uh, pick one in May and get the job done and over with. So we continued training, me, Stuart Cohen, and my coach, Frank Adornado. And bottom line, I, I didn't make it. I, I, I finished, got in the water, uh, everything went fine. I finished the swim, got on the bike, finished the bike. But that's when the wheels fell off, my legs uh, uh, buckled up, cramped up, and it was impossible for me to finish the run. So, So I did not accomplish the task. After what seemed to be an inordinate amount of training, and I thought I had this thing knocked in my mind, I felt good, I felt confident uh, going into it. Uh, I knew I was going to finish, but but I did not. I did not. I, I, I'm not going to use the word fail, but I did not complete the race. <clears throat> so let's let's talk about this a little bit. When you when you are, are let down. Um, either physically, emotionally, or what have you, you're planning on something, you're counting on something to work, and life gets in the way, sometimes it doesn't come out as planned. And, and what you have to do is you sit down after the dust settles, okay, feel sorry for yourself, have a pity party, come up with all kinds of excuses if that's what you want to hear, but bottom line, it usually comes back to you and your preparation or lack thereof. Now, there's a few things I want to just mention today and remind you Number one, there's an old saying that practice makes perfect. Well, that's not necessarily true. Practice makes permanent. I'll say that again. Practice makes permanent. And that is a very important point as it refers to the race I just completed, or did not complete. But perfect practice makes perfect. In other words, practicing the wrong thing just uh, 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 makes you very good at the wrong thing. I mean, working hard—you've heard it before—always oh, a hard worker. Well, working hard and working smart are two different things. Practicing makes permanent. So, if you're practicing the wrong thing, you're going to be very good at doing it wrong. And let me explain. In my practice, this is after my analysis of this whole race, and, and believe me, I spent many hours thinking about what went wrong. I had to take the seat off my bike to transport the bike up to Florida. Now, listen to this. When I put the seat back on my bike for race day, I did not put it back in the 100% exact spot that it was during the last three months of training. In other words, when my body was positioned in a certain way for the last three months, as I pedaled and my hips worked and my thighs worked and my legs worked and my knee worked and my ankles worked. It was all in the same angular position and my muscles became very trained and very good and very strong at that position. But as soon as I put the bike seat back in the slightest, smallest, uh, differential, It was was maybe a quarter of an inch, maybe a half an inch, but it was not the same. Now, the angle of the hip and the thigh and the leg and the knee and the whole deal was now off of a bit. Now, many of you are saying, oh, Mike, it was only a half an inch. What's the difference? Well, let me explain. Every muscle in your body is connected in some way and formed to another muscle. I mean, take the golf swing, there's hundreds of muscles that have to be coordinated and if one of them, just one of them, is just a little bit off, it's the difference between a pure shot and an awful shot. You have to coordinate the whole deal, the whole package. And when I, on race day, I was demanding about four hours of new muscle positioning. And that's what happened to me, I think, that after about uh, 50 miles, my muscles said, wait a minute, I tried to do it the new way, it's not working, I'm fatigued, I'm done, and they cramped up and locked up, and that was the end of the race for me. When I finished the race, the the bike part, I almost couldn't walk, I mean, I was just locked up. So, so the the lesson that I want to share with you folks today is this, practice makes permanent. So when you run your business, when you uh, greet a customer, when you have a sales presentation, it's very, very important for you to do it exactly the same way every time. And don't get into the, that that salesman's, uh, I can wing it, I'm good at it, I have the gift of gab, I can get through this. No, you can't. You have to practice what it is you're going to say. You want to practice how you're going to say it. And then you do it over and over and over again until you get what's called muscle memory where you get professionalism each and every time because that's the way you practiced it. And when you drift away from that, you can't expect it to work as well as it did yesterday when you were doing it right. I hope that makes sense because many of people, many of you, people in business, think that you can wing it. And, and I'm telling you, you might get through, I got through 50 miles winging it, but after that, they said, nope, I'm done, I'm finished, you're done, you're finished, thanks again, and come back again next year. Well, <clears throat> just to, to finish the story a little bit, I'm not going to go back to, Pan, uh, to Panama City next year, but I am going to uh, go to Memphis in October, a short four months from now, knowing what I know now, knowing what, what the weak link is, knowing what went wrong. I'm going to fix it in the next four months, I'm going to focus on what went wrong, fix it in the next four months, and I plan to finish the task in Memphis come October 3rd. So let me see what else did I, did I glean from this other than the, uh, the the seat position, very, very important. Now there's another, another aspect that I picked up on and that is the, the, your caloric intake, your proteins and the carbs that you burn while exercising. I thought I had the right ratio, but I didn't. In other words, I was burning a lot more calories than I was taking in, therefore, the carbs were being burnt up and my legs cramped and I was in trouble. What does that have to do with you? What that has to do with you is that you're not in an endurance race, but in effect, you are. From eight in the morning until five at night, that's your endurance race. So you have to make sure that you have the proper food, fuel, intake, because you may be good from 8 to 9, 8 to 11, 8 to 12, 8 to 1, but sometime during the day, your body is going to say, wait a minute, I can't do this anymore. I needed more fuel. I needed more food. I needed more water. I needed more protein. I needed more carbs. I needed more than you're giving me, and I'm going to get tired, and I'm going to burn out. Now, I burnt out after the swim. It was a mile swim, four-mile bike. So five miles I was taxing my body and all of a sudden it said, Mike, thanks. All I'm giving you is five, five hours. That's all I'm giving you. You're done. Well, you as a uh, entrepreneur, you have to last eight hours. So I urge you to, to don't skip your meals. Don't skip your fuel intake. I don't know what it, the proper ratio is for you. You have to figure that out for yourself. But once you figure that out, then I don't want you to tell me, oh, I don't need breakfast. I skip breakfast. No, that's crazy. You don't need breakfast because you're hungry. You need breakfast because it's fuel that your body will need come 11 o'clock when you're talking to a client or when you have a problem and your stress level goes up and you demand more of your body. That's what you need. Now, you can think of yourself as, as an endurance athlete because, in effect, you are. You are. And your body is only going to be as good as you train it to be and as you fuel it to be. So those are the, the lessons I learned. Uh, I'm not I'm not uh, hanging up my spikes yet. I have four months to get it right. And I plan to go back to Memphis uh, in a couple of months and finish the task. And then I hope by then I'll have some more lessons for you. I apologize for missing the podcast last week. I'll make it up to you. And if there's any questions that you want to have or any, any feedback, please please send me an email at mike at mikemarshev.com. Always glad to hear from you. And uh, I'm going to get back to training, and I'll get back to uh, being on schedule. And I'll talk to you next week with another Mike.Marshev on Thursday, and I'll be looking forward to that. So, bye for now.